As we come on the air tonight, much of America shutting down. Late today, President Trump issuing new nationwide guidelines for Americans across this country in the fight against the coronavirus. The outbreak spreading across the U.S. More than 1,300 new cases in just the last 24 hours, and that's without testing fully up to speed. In total, more than 4,600 cases in 49 states, at least 82 deaths. Late today, President Trump acknowledging the coronavirus is not under control, urging Americans not to gather in groups larger than 10 and to avoid restaurants and bars. And he said the U.S. could be dealing with this right into the summer. Tonight, a major lockdown has been declared in the San Francisco area. Nearly 7 million people in several California counties have been ordered to shelter in place to stay at home for weeks. No, this is not a nightmare, people. This is really happening. The coronavirus pandemic is already making it in the history books. It's making 2020 a year we will never forget. It's forcing millions to go in apocalypse now mode. And the reason is simple. COVID-19 has exposed the world to some nasty truths. Find out what they are in this week's episode of Matt's Two Cents. Okay, folks, let's dive right into hot take number one, because you got to listen to this. The reason why there's an apocalypse now mentality, it's the fact that we have finally woken up to governments, businesses, and people dropping the ball during this pandemic. It's a trickle down effect that has in many ways been self-inflicted. So starting at the top, governments simply cannot stop crises from happening. Look no further than China and the US. I mean, think about it. Why do new diseases like SARS and COVID-19 originate back to mainland China? The answer pretty much lies in a specific animal and a specific market. Just listen to this. That's where the Wuhan market comes in. It's a wet market. A kind of place where live animals are slaughtered and sold for consumption. It was not a surprise at all. And I think that it was not a surprise to many scientists. Peter Lee is a professor and expert on China's animal trade. The cages stack above one over another. Animals at the bottom are often soaked with all kinds of liquid animal excrement, pus, blood or whatever the liquid they're receiving from uh, the animals uh, about. That's exactly how a virus can jump from one animal to another. If that animal then comes in contact with or is consumed by a human, the virus could potentially infect them. And if the virus then spreads to other humans, it causes an outbreak. I mean, Chinese culture has been notorious for eating wild game. Bats, penguins, tigers, bears, you name it. Although that may be controversial, what really is controversial is the fact that the Chinese government throughout the years has not clamped down on ethical food regulations. As a result, these new viruses continue to spread. Speaking of regulations, why is the U.S. behind in testing COVID-19? The answer pretty much lies in the leadership of this administration. President Trump today insisted when it comes to coronavirus testing, everything is going according to plan. Frankly, the testing has been going very smooth. But today, even some of the president's fellow Republicans weren't buying it. People should not say, if you want a test, you go get a test right now. That, that's coming. That's not here at this point. Well, we're not the best equipped nation in terms of testing. That's, that's absolutely obvious. We all want on a date. We all want to be told by Friday there'll be 10 million tests available. The problem is they can't tell us that. And there was that acknowledgement from Dr. Anthony Fauci, the government's leading expert on coronavirus. The okay. idea of anybody getting it easily the way people in other countries are doing it, we're not set up for that. 
Do I think we should be? Yes, but we're not. Look, Trump's been deregulating government agencies for three years now, and so has his predecessors, but he has done it at an exponential rate. It all boils down to budget. And for some odd reason, we as the United States of America always cut funding to agencies that take care of our health, of our safety. So when you see the CDC, EPA, and FDA all get cut by funding and regulations, you often wonder, why are we so behind? Who is responsible for pulling these strings? But don't think for a second that government is the only one who dropped the ball because businesses and people have too. Last week, I read something pretty disgusting in the New York Times, and it was an article talking about how the MTA used to clean seats and handrails on their subways once every three days, people. Now it's cleaning them twice a day. I mean, you would think that the ethical and reasonable thing to do would be to clean the subways every day. Millions of people travel on those subways. Homeless people, people that come from the gym, people that are sick, people that haven't taken a shower, you name it, it's been there. And yet the MTA doesn't clean them retroactively? Come on, that is ridiculous. But it's not as ridiculous as people not knowing how to wash their hands and cover their mouths when they sneeze and cough because people have dropped the ball on that one. It's sad now that we need tutorials for these things. It's sad when you type something in on Google right now, you see do the five, the five most logical things to do when you're sick. And yet people don't do it. Every day that I have to go outside, I don't see people covering their mouths when they cough. I don't know if they wash their hands. People certainly don't stay three feet apart from each other. And finally, I've seen people go to work sick. All things considered, it's an apocalypse right now because ethics and common sense got exposed, people. Gone are the days of smart governments, businesses, and people. Gone are the days where we as a society practice ethical standards and keep them. Am I surprised that cities in the US are shutting down right now? No. Am I surprised that we still don't value facts? Absolutely. Because that is hot take number two. But before I get into that, let's take a quick break. Hey, thanks for making it this far. I have two quick things I gotta say before we get back. First off, it will mean a lot to me if you hit that subscribe button and share this episode with your friends, colleagues, or family members. We all might not see eye to eye on certain things, but that's okay. It's all about opening your eyes and hearing new ideas. Secondly, since most of America is shutting down, I think it's a perfect time to binge watch a show. To keep your minds entertained and relaxed, I would highly recommend you watch You on Netflix. It's about a sympathetic serial killer named Joe, played by Penn Badgley, who has an interesting way of finding love. Check it out, you won't regret it. Now, back to the show. They say history has a way of repeating itself, and for some odd reason, we continue to ignore facts. We continue to ignore the people that write them. People like Michael Osterholm, a respected public health scientist and biosecurity expert who went last week on the Joe Rogan podcast and had some shocking things to say. And this is what's unfolding here. And this is where I think is such an important, and I said why the timing is so important because, you know, Joe, we really have got to get information out to the public. There is so much misinformation right now. And, you know, we're going to be in this for a while. This is not going to happen overnight. And I worry, I keep telling people we're handling this like it's a corona blizzard, you know, two or three days, Mm -hmm. we're back to normal. This is a coronavirus winter. And we're going to have the next three months or more, six months or more, 
that are going to be like this. And, you know, so far this thing has been unfolding exactly as we predicted it. We and our center put out a piece uh, on January 20th and said this is going to spread worldwide. At the time, people said, ah, no, it's just China. We put out a piece the first week of February and said this is going to pop probably the last week of February, first week of March. Because what happens is it has what's called an r naught or a doubling time. Why do we ignore scientific experts? Why do we as a society don't take the information they give us seriously? Why do we turn a blind eye and think we can deny and fight these experts? They're experts for a reason. But, but that's not the worst part. Earlier in Rogan's interview, Michael revealed that he wrote a book in 2017 called Deadliest Enemy. And he wrote a specific chapter in that book that talked about what it would look like if a flu pandemic were to emerge. Naturally, I was curious and bought the audiobook. People, it basically is COVID-19. He called it. And right now, governments are scrambling. I mean, if we don't take science seriously, then the future is going to be darker than it is today. That's not a threat. That's not a promise. That's sadly an inconvenient truth. Hopefully during this coronavirus pandemic, we finally wake up. I certainly have. And I hope you have as well. Thanks for listening, everyone. Tune in next week for hot takes on how Corona has impacted sports. Be safe, be smart, be healthy. Disclaimer, Matt's Two Cents does not own the rights of the news clips used in this podcast. This podcast is intended to entertain, inform, and criticize trending topics. The content published today is within the fair use copyright guidelines.